0: Welcome back, Brooklyn Nets fans. As I said to you guys, I'll make a video after this quick two game homestand. The Nets went 0 2. Not much of a surprise. No James Harden last night. He had the night off with a hamstring soreness, quote unquote. Not really an injury, probably just a rest day. So they played well last night, though. I must say, I was kind of surprised they competed for that long. There was like an 11 point lead at halftime. They played very well in the second quarter. So just came up short. Not enough offensive firepower. We saw some missed free throws in the end by. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge missed a pair, which was rare. We saw James Johnson go one for two, so it sucked. And Austin Rivers, of all people, had to destroy the Nets, so it was not very fun. Anyway, um, I guess we'll go over the Laker game real quick as well. That game, I didn't get to watch the entire thing. I was actually at the Rutgers basketball game, so I didn't see the whole thing, but I just saw a lot of the same stuff that was common with this Nets team bad three point shooting. There was a lot of second chance points allowed in the fourth quarter turnovers were terrible you know LeBron James had literally back-to-back fast break dunks and just broke the game open so um yeah the Nets just lacked offensive firepower it's no surprise there I mean just look who's on the floor it's not really a um it's not a coincidence that when Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant and whoever else when those guys are out, this team struggles, so it is what it is. Anyway, we'll talk about James Harden's uh, trade and all that first. There were some rumors that came out on Monday, Tuesday, especially about James Harden not liking Brooklyn, not liking the, uh, the taxes in Brooklyn, not liking the area all that crap, right? And then Adrian Wojnarowski went on TV last night and kind of calmed everybody down. He said, look, James Harden still committed to the Nets. Yes, he might want to try out free agency after this year, but he's still committed to winning a championship this year with the Brooklyn Nets. And I never thought that James Harden would be traded during the season. That was not really part of the question for me. I do think it's possible that James Harden leaves after this year, but that's a bridge we'll cross when we get there. I'm still focused on it as a Nets fan of winning a championship this year. I'm sure all the players are. They have high expectations. And the good news for us is that, look, Kevin Durant, it's not a season-ending injury. Joe Harris, it shouldn't be a season-ending injury. We should get some of these guys back. Maybe some of the COVID protocols lighten up with the cases going down. Maybe Kyrie Irving somehow gets to play games in Brooklyn by the time April comes around. I don't know. Not banking on that, but you never know. So a lot can change from now until the playoffs start. So anyway, the Nets are in a... Good position in the future, but looking at the Nets right now, James Harden has every reason to be frustrated. Like he's playing with lineups that contain Bruce Brown, DeAndre Bemery, James Johnson, just people he did not ex- Dayron Sharp, Kessler Edwards. He did not expect to play with these guys for majority of his minutes when he signed up to go to the Big Three of the Brooklyn Nets. Like fast forward or rewind a little over a year ago when James Harden forced his way out of Houston came in a bit overweight we get that the Nets trade like seven picks a few pick swaps in there to Houston to get James Harden let go of Jared Allen let go of Karis LeVert they give up a lot to go all in for James Harden and Harden comes over here you know Kyrie Irving was on his little hiatus last year he was at his sister's birthday party all that stuff going on with Kyrie but eventually he came back we saw the Nets' big three play for a little bit. Kevin Durant started having hamstring issues. So the Nets' big three never really played together. I mean, we saw the big three play together for like 14 games now, I think it is. I think that's the number. And it's just not enough for a full year of basketball. That's just clearly not enough. And my fear as a Nets fan is that we're never going to see these guys play together for majority of the season. I'm not asking for all the season, but like majority of the season. Like This year, with Kevin Durant out now and Kyrie Irving not playing home games, I mean, how many games do the big three have left together this year? Like a handful, maybe? Like, it's probably not going to happen. I mean, it's not going to be a lot. And when the playoffs start, and unless things change, once again, Kyrie Irving can't play at Barclays Center. So that's an issue right there. And it just sucks. Like, we have, I think, the best team on paper. It's just we never get to see them healthy. There's the COVID stuff with Kyrie. There's always an issue. And I said this last video, as a Nets fan, you always expect something to go wrong. And that's pretty much how it's gone so far. And I actually went back and watched my reaction to the James Harden trade a couple days ago. I have no idea why, but I just did. And I remember saying in that video, like, this has a chance to backfire very, very badly if guys continue to get hurt and guys are out and they're never healthy. Because when you have three guys making a crap ton of money, like KD, Harden especially, and then Kyrie the rest of your roster can't be that great. Now, the Nets are over the um, luxury tax. They're paying guys a lot of money still, guys like Joe Harris especially. Patty Mills makes a good amount of money. So they're giving out money to you know pretty good role players. We know that. But after the big three, it's like you can't give out that many more big contracts. And that's the problem the Nets run into. Because if the Nets had a, a, a situation where the big three was playing majority of the season, let's say they were together 75, 80% of the regular season games, the Nets would be fine. They would probably be a one or two seed. You know, they would be cruising 60-plus win season. There'd be no issues. But when you run into situations like this where James Harden's the only, like, real starter out there, I mean, Patty Mills too, but, you know, he's more of a bench guy throughout his career. But you have James Harden, Patty Mills, sometimes Aldridge, and then you have, like, Bembry, Bruce Brown, James Johnson, those type of guys. It's like, that's not what James Harden came here to play with. And that's, I understand the frustration. Like I I think James Harden has every right to be frustrated. I do understand that of course, but I also try to be fair with Kyrie Irving at the same time. Like when Kyrie Irving signed here in summer of 2019, COVID was not a thing yet. Like it probably was around, but it wasn't like nationally known. So there were no mandates. Like when Kyrie signed here, he had no idea that two years from then there was going to be this mandate in New York and he didn't want to get the vaccine. You know, that's not, it's kind of out of Kyrie's control. Not kind of, it is. It's it's out of Kyrie's control. So I try to be fair to everybody, but I understand why James Harden's frustrated that Kyrie's part-time, only gets him on the road, frustrated that Katie's injured and that, you know, even guys like Nick Claxon, and Joe Harris are also out. Like there's a lot of issues going on right now and this is like the low point hopefully like the rock bottom stage for this net season and right now i think they're 29 and 19 so they're still hovering in like that second third fourth place in the east but like the amount of separation between the one and six seed is just nothing like the the nets might drop to the six or seven seed in a span of a few games here especially with a a tough road trip coming up so i absolutely get why james harden is frustrated i'm going to tell you guys this as a nets fan if we win a championship this year. I'm totally fine trading James Harden. I, I do think that's something the Nets should look into because you're going to have your ring. That's pretty much what we're going for right now It's just playing for that ring. And James Harden, look, is 32 years old, has a ton of miles on his body. Like He was known in, in Houston for being super durable, played 75-plus games every year, uh, sometimes more. I mean, just the guy was playing a ridiculous amount of basketball. So he comes here, out of shape again last year, hurts the hamstring, no surprise there. And I just think at some point, James Harden's going to probably break down. Well, not probably. Everyone breaks down at some point, unless your name is LeBron James, I guess. But everyone's going to break down at some point. And for James Harden, 32, not taking the best care of his body. I mean, he's gotten better at it, but still not like tip-top shape like he was in Houston. Um, If the Nets want to execute a sign-and-trade for Harden, assuming they win a championship this year, I'm fine with that. But if we fall short once again... I think the Nets' best chance of winning a championship is with James Harden. But if we win one, it'll be a lot easier to be like, okay, you know, this guy, let's just try and get as many assets as we can for him. He'll probably be on the decline in the near future. Like, let's just get what we can for James Harden. But if the Nets don't win a championship this year, it's going to be harder to move on. Now, James Harden, he don't care about the money because if he signs with a different team, he's losing out on a bunch of money. I forget exactly what the number is, but it's over like ten million dollars if he signs with a different team other than Brooklyn. I think when you sign with your own team, you get more money for like that super max, whatever it's called. So James Harden, if he left Brooklyn, is losing out on money, but he does not care about money right now. Like he's the only guy in the big three that is ringless. Kyrie Irving, of course, won in twenty sixteen with Cleveland. Kevin Durant won a couple a couple years later. So. James Harden's the only guy in that bunch to not win a championship ring. And that's what the guy wants right now. He knows his clock is ticking. He's 32. We've seen some evidence that James Harden may be declining. He's had great games this year and some terrible games, and it's just not really who James Harden is. He usually is more consistent than this. We've seen the lack of explosiveness and the injury last year. So I think James Harden realizes, look, I got to get this ring soon, and if Katie's always going to be hurt and Kyrie can only play half the games, then what the hell am I doing here? Like, Let me go out and find a better opportunity. Now, I don't know what going to the Sixers does for him. I don't think that really helps his chances because like, I don't consider the Sixers like an actual... Um, finals contender right now. I mean, let's just say James Harden was traded to the Sixers. The Nets are probably getting back maybe Tobias Harris because of the contract to make it work. I would assume Ben Simmons is definitely in that trade. I mean, man, probably just Simmons and like Tyrese Maxey, maybe, and maybe some picks. But like at that point, you have Joel Embiid, a guy who has had in the past his durability issues, and then James Harden, who's probably on the decline very soon. So I don't know if that's like a roster that can win the championship either. I don't think that's really the um, the way to get your ring if you're James Harden. So if I'm Harden, I'm probably just sticking it out here. And once again, we'll find out the next few months what happens. Nothing needs to be decided, uh, be decided right now. We'll find out in the offseason where the state of the Nets are, where the state of some other teams are that Harden could go to. So... Nothing has to be decided right now. James Harden will be a Brooklyn Net the rest of this year. I would be astonished if he was traded at the trade deadline this year in February. So I don't see that happening, but we just got to ride the wave and just hope that players come back healthy. Joe Harris, you never know, because every time he's about to come back, there's some step back going on for him. And Kevin Durant, they'll do everything in their power to make sure he's 100%. They're not going to rush him back. I expect him back for the playoffs, of course. And then Kyrie with the mandates, I mean... I don't know. It seems like Kyrie Irving is very um, strong on his stance of not getting the shot, which, look, it's a personal decision. I respect it. As a Nets fan, I want him to get it. I want to win this ring, so I would love to have him get the shot, but I also respect people's opinions. I try to, at least. So With that, Kevin Durant's history, Joe Harris being out, like there's things that still have to go right for Brooklyn, but there is a chance that by the time late April comes around when the playoffs start you know, the mandates are lifted. Kyrie's back full time. Joe Harris is back and healthy shooting the ball while Kevin Durant's dropping 30 a night. Things are looking great. The Brooklyn Nets are back to an unbeatable, unstoppable force in the NBA. There's a chance that still happens. So while things might be bad right now on January 27th, we might be here two months from now saying, holy crap, the Nets look great. We're ready for a title run. So it's just tough because some of our most important pieces are out right now and it's tough to judge this basketball team. So We'll find out what happens there, but as we're Harden in the offseason, I feel like anything's possible. I think a sign and trade's possible. I think Harden staying is possible, especially if we win a ring this year. I think Harden would want to stay on and try and build something here in Brooklyn, so I don't necessarily buy like the whole he doesn't like Brooklyn stuff. I don't really know about that, but um, maybe there's some truth to it. I have no idea, but clearly the guy is frustrated. We know that. That report's probably very true, and I don't blame him for it. I think James Harden has every right to be frustrated with this Brooklyn net situation. I'm frustrated as a fan because everything has gone wrong this year it seems like so yeah hopefully that stuff is figured out but as for Harden it's a wait and see but I think everything is going to be played out and hopefully um, it's the best result possible for the Nets if they get a healthy roster back by the playoffs this is something else I forgot to mention about the James Harden situation but the way the Nets roster was constructed this year was not It wasn't terrible, but, like, there's just not enough shooters. I think that is an issue right now that the Nets are facing. And it's been that way for a while. Like, their three-point shooting has been awful since Joe Harris has been out. And I get Harris is one of the best at it. And he's shot, what, like, 45% from three the past few years. Like, I get it. He's great. But just that's one guy. Like, if Joe Harris is gone, your entire three-point percentage should not go from, like, top five in the NBA to, like, 29th or whatever it's been since he's been out. So the Nets roster has so many of these guys who are just not catch-and-shoot guys. You know, Bembry, Bruce Brown, Javon Carter, who played a lot last night. You know, Blake Griffin has fallen off a cliff in terms of his shooting. James Johnson, not a three-point shooter. Paul Millsap was not really... A great shooter coming into this year but he was turned out to be kind of washed up and cam thomas is not really known as a catch-and-shoot guy but he can do it so just so many guys they built this roster with were not catch-and-shoot three-point guys and like when they did that in houston for james harden it just allowed so much spacing on the floor you know they would have ryan anderson former net big man um you know stretch the floor they would have guys like eric gordon trevor ariza um they would have robert covington pj tucker it was a great mixture of guys that can play d defense can be physical but can also stretch the floor and the Nets I think just put so much into Patty Mills and Joe Harris that they figured hey we have our shooters we're fine but now that Joe Harris is out Kyrie is out you're putting so much on Patty Mills's plate he's getting tired sometimes and sometimes he has off nights it's like it's just not working out so I'm not saying like get rid of everybody but like they have to add shooters to this team and like I like Bembry, I like a guy like Blake Griffin and James Johnson, but you have to bring more to the table, and teams do not respect those guys as shooters, and I think the Nets, you know, they will make some moves before the deadline, actually, I'm thinking of making like a Nets trade video, some trade ideas, so I might do that in the future, I've already started making graphics for that, so I'll have that soon, but yeah, just the way the team has been constructed in terms of shooters around James Harden, it's not good enough. And like having Dayron Sharp clog the paint, having Nick Claxton clog the paint, it's just not helping James Harden. There's there's much easier rotations for the defense because if you leave those shooters open, it's like, ah, it's Bembry, Let that guy shoot. Oh, it's James Johnson. Let him shoot. They don't care. So they kind of constructed the team poorly in that regard. And I love Sean Marks. He's done everything pretty much perfectly since he's been the Brooklyn Nets GM, but that's like the one problem I see here with this team. Yes, they lack a natural center. Most of these guys are power forwards like LaMarcus and Blake Griffin, but at the same time, they need more shooters. I don't know why that wasn't an emphasis in the offseason, and it wasn't taken seriously enough because now that Harris is out, they have dropped so much in their shooting percentage from uh, three-point range, and you know, I'm hoping that when Joe Harris eventually returns, if he does, that it will be normal and it'll be better. But as for right now, there's just nobody really that can catch and shoot on this team. You have Kessler Edwards who can do it. You have Patty Mills that can do it. Of course, I mentioned Cam Thomas to a degree can do it, but like, that's pretty much it right now. Like James Harden does not have much to work with in terms of catching a shoot three-point guys. And that has to be fixed. I do hope they fix that because, If they did, this offense would be a lot better. Like, maybe you lose a bit on defense, but, like, the Nets offense is so much better when there are shooters surrounding James Harden. So I want to go over the standings and where the Nets are at right now. They are in the fourth seed, 29-19. and They are two games back of first place, but they are also two and a half games from being in seventh place, or eighth place, actually. So they're in a really tight spot right now. The top of the East is crazy tight right now. But anyway... The Nets have an upcoming road trip. We probably know that by now. There's a few days off. You're not playing until Saturday night. So Saturday night at the Warriors, very tough team. Tuesday night at the Suns, very tough team. Wednesday night, second half of a back-to-back. They're at the Kings. Not a good team, but second half of a back-to-back. Anything can happen. They might rest somebody. I have no idea. Friday night at the Jazz, that's a good team. And then the Nuggets who we just saw on Sunday at 3 30. I mean, they've had a decent year. It's not great, but they just beat us. And the Nets have been successful versus Denver the past few years, but you know, they they lost last night. So um that's not an easy matchup there. So outside of the Kings, it's like those are all good teams. Those are five good or four really good teams out of five right there. So I'm not saying the Nets will go like one and four on this road trip, but like anything's possible. I think two and three, three and two is probably the most likely outcome anything better would be tremendous um obviously and five would be very disappointing but what i'm getting at here is that this nets team has a chance to fall in the standings it would not uh, shock me whatsoever and obviously with this new playoff format if you're in the seven seed eight seed you're going to be in that playing game. So 7 to 10 seed, you're in the playing game. If you're 7 or 8, you have a much better advantage because you have two chances, I believe, of losing. So if you basically at least go 1 and 1, you advance to the next round. Avoiding the play playing game would be nice. I don't want to be in there. The Nets may realistically be a 5 or 6 seed by the time it's all said and done. But like right now, at the 4 seed and only being a few games ahead of the 7 seed, it's like, it's kind of concerning right now. So, I don't know how bad things will get here, but just with this tough West Coast trip coming up, thank God Kyrie can play there. That's going to help a lot. But just, it's a tough stretch here. And until Kevin Durant comes back, we're not going to see the Nets be full strength at home. And these home games are going to be rough. Like, I think James Harden realized it himself. That's probably why the news leaked at at this time, because these home games without Kevin Durant, without Joe Harris, and without Kyrie they are a lot for James Harden to put on his shoulders like he's out there like the Lakers game James Harden played very well had some careless turnovers of course but he had like a 33 point triple double he was great in that game very aggressive he was making his shots and the Nets still lost by like 15 so like James Harden did all he could in that game and it still wasn't enough so I have a real concern this team might fall into like that playing game territory 7-8 seed but we'll see how they finish because kevin durant should come back by sometime in march you still have a a month a month and a half you know uh, left in the regular season there but you know it's going to be a difficult stretch here for the next 10 games or so 10 to 15 games until kevin durant does in fact come back and even while kd was there the nets uh, home record was not very good they're 12 and 13 at home this year i have no idea why they're below 500 they are a better road team but The Nets have been slipping lately. They're four and six. I think they've four and six in the last ten. They've lost three in a row now. It's been a rough stretch here, and I don't know how things get that much better. Of course, Kyrie coming back on the road is going to help out a lot, but the home games especially, like how do things get much better? I want to see some of the home opponents coming up here. They get the Celtics at home February 8th. They get the Kings at home February 14th. So that's an easier one. Wizards at home, Celtics at home again, Raptors at home. So, I mean, they have some easier, I guess, opponents coming up here. Usually we handle Boston for some reason pretty easily. The Kings, of course, are not much of a concern. They they could be this. I'm not going to lie, but like it's not the biggest concern. And the Wizards, I mean, we barely beat them the uh, like last week, but that's definitely not a game to take lightly. The Raptors, I mean, they usually have success against us. We play the Heat on March 3rd at home. I mean, maybe by that point, Kevin Durant's back. I'm not sure yet, but the Nets basically have to find a way to just stay 500 until Kevin Durant returns. I said this when KD got hurt too, so this is not new, but like I was saying, like, let's say Kevin Durant's out for 20 games. You're hoping to go 10 and 10 uh 12 and 8 you know something like that 11 and 9 like that's what you're hoping for i was not expecting the nets to get much better obviously you lose kevin durant it's not gonna get much better but i was not expecting them to go like 5 and 15 either so we'll see what happens it's gonna be a rough stretch here for these home games not looking forward to it but i guess we get to see some of the younger guys play cam thomas balled out last night i actually didn't talk about that cam thomas was awesome last night that step back he did in the third quarter was freaking gorgeous i don't know how he did it but that was awesome but he had some great moments in that game. I mean, Kessler Edwards had a quiet day. Daron Sharp was out with the illness, so we didn't see all the guys play well, but Cam Thomas specifically had a really good night. So that's pretty much going to do it for this video. Once again, I'm going to work on a trade video for the Brooklyn Nets. What type of trades could they make before the deadline? For this five-game road trip, I'm kind of just hoping for 3-2. and two. Anything better is great, but I could see it going worse. I could see a 2-3 and three. Uh, one in five would you know one in four i'm sorry would be very disappointing but i guess it's not out of the realm of possibility but i would think with james harden and kyrie they could at least win two games on the road but they are tough opponents there so we'll find out hopefully they're ready to play in those games they get a few days off here hopefully get their legs back under them so we'll see how it goes but hope you guys enjoyed this video and i will talk to you guys next time